0: Tonight, we're going to a dangerous area of an Amazon account so we can understand the relationship between humans and pay
1: campaigns. Crikey! Take a look at this! We're face-to-face with a hard-hitting predator. And, oh boy, this keyword means business. It's toxic venom can lead to hundreds of clicks without conversion. One bite, and it can leave you paralyzed with high ACAS for weeks. Now, these predators won't be mucking
0: with us. We've got the biggest predator on our side, the Ad Badger.
1: Oi, easy boy. And we're here to help you tame these beasts in the jungles of Amazon PPC. What's going on, Badger Nation? It's Mike and Steven,
0: and you're listening to the PPC Den podcast, the world's first Amazon advertising podcast, and your source for all the tips, tricks, and optimization strategies you
1: need to grow your Amazon ads. And you can join thousands of listeners and get bonus content at adbadger.com slash podcasts.
0: You know, Tom Cruise, he said, you know his famous words, Steven? Hmm. He said, I feel the need, the need, for speed. So there's, mm. I'm gonna name some fast things. Are you ready for this? Mm-hmm. The cheetah, fastest land animal. Usian Bolt, fastest sprinter. You wanna know what else is really fast? What we're about to talk about today. Activities to lower your ACOS quickly. So these are some of the, we're gonna be sharing some of the three quickest ways to bring down your ACOS using bulk operations files. So three strategies, super fast. Stephen, how would you rate those speed facts that I that I dropped here?
1: Uh, well, I, I don't know if you have the information in front of you, but I wanted to know the miles per hour of each of those guys. thought that would be interesting. Is that on whatever you're looking at? Super great question. Is Usain Bolt faster than a cheetah? I'm going to go with yes. Wow. You know, I've never. I bet. It, I bet if they both
0: started off at the starting blocks and you said go at the same time, cheetah's just going to run around. Huisman's <laughs> going to hit the hit the finish line way before that cheetah. That's true. That is correct. Yes. So this is a topic um, that I think is really, really cool because a lot of times in the flurry of optimization strategies. And there are so many optimization strategies. Uh, You know, it's funny, somebody asked me today like, so, you know, like, what do you do inside of an account? And I was just, my response was like, well, it's a combination of the last 98 episodes that we published about Amazon PPC strategy. Right. So there's so many things out there that we wanted to give something that's a a little bit, uh, bite, like quick, fast, a just quick way to attack your campaigns that are pretty much going to work across the board, uh, regardless of your sort of your campaign structure or your uh, ASIN composition. If you've got hundreds of ASINs or 10 or thousands, um, this is a really neat, really neat uh, strategy. So bulk files, Steve we've talked about bulk files a couple times on the show. Um, you know, we talk a lot about spreadsheets, you know, good Amazon PPC marketers often use a lot of spreadsheets. And that that I think, it, it's it's still an edge. If you're really good at Excel, it allows you to see campaigns in a way that others do not. And that's a big deal.
1: Yeah, and even if you're not a huge uh, Excel nerd and you don't, you know, even if you don't know how to do, uh, like what were we talking about the other episode? We were talking about like VLOOKUP versus XLOOKUP and pivot tables mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, This is super simple stuff. Doesn't require any of that. Uh, These steps are just as simple as just, you know, applying a filter and, you know, sorting and filtering. So real, real easy stuff here that anybody can do. Um, So whether, you know, you're managing your own small business, whether you're managing your own big business or whether you're an agency or freelancer, uh, this is just, you know, applicable to everyone. So real easy, real easy, uh, quick steps here.
0: Yes. So just in case, even if you've never done bulk files before in your life, uh, we're actually going to walk through the steps here now. Um, so if you're driving in your car or you're making dinner or uh, what else, walking your dog while listening to this show, we're going to lay things out. Uh, And you can, of course, play this uh, on YouTube or on your podcast app of choice and sort of play it and pause it while you're at your desk. But even if you're not at your desk, I just want to walk you through the actual process to get to the things that we're going to be talking about, because it's actually really simple. Um, So bulk operations files, if you've never used them, all you have to do is if you're using advertising.amazon.com, the ad console, which I do believe almost everyone is at this point, um, all you're gonna do is click the, it's actually called a hamburger menu in the top left of the screen, where you can see campaigns, stores, posts, reports, and right underneath that is bulk operations. And then once you click that, you'll be prompted with some quick settings, and all you have to do is select a date range of what data you want pumped in there. we can comment about what date range people should probably select in a second, Stephen. And then it'll ask you to exclude some things. Uh, you can generally roll with um, some of the defaults. Um, I like I do like to keep in placement data, so I do not check that box. And then you can click create spreadsheet for download. So Stephen, when we're talking about doing some of these three quick optimizations, and someone's opening up their account, and they're going to amazonadvertising.com, and the I'm sorry, advertising.amazon.com, and they're going to their bulk operations file, they're first prompted with that date range. Mm-hmm. Um, any good guidelines for how to, you know, people sitting out there thinking, you know, what date range should I pick for this bulk file and these three quick optimizations we're about to talk about?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. So I, I do want to clarify that this podcast episode is about how to quickly lower your A cost using bulk operations, not how to mm-hmm. quickly increase your sales. So what we're mainly focusing on here is, uh, yeah, cutting out wasted ad spend or reducing uh, wasted ad spend, reducing ACoS without necessarily trying to grow sales. We're trying to cut out spend without having a negative impact on sales. So we're not trying to, you know, we could do another episode where we talk about how to quickly, you know, get a little sales boost using bulk operations uh, another time. But this one's just about uh, trying to refine everything. So for something like this, you know, I pretty regularly like to just use a, a 30 day time window, Unless if you have seen a small you know spike say in the last week or the last two weeks and you and you know all of a sudden your spend jumped and your a costs or spiked as well you know if you see something like that then a seven day fourteen day time window might be applicable, but usually I'm just going with a thirty day time frame and and you know doing these quick changes uh, you know every every now every once in a while right uh so, so yeah so we've got
0: episodes on um you know, time delay in terms of optimization time frame. So doing it, you know, pulling things just for today, and making a whole bunch of decisions based off just one day's worth of data. Um, and of course, there's an attribution delay too. So generally 30 days is a good place to start here. So you grab your 30 days of data and you click create spreadsheet for download. So far, all we've done is just click on bulk operations, change the date from the default list yesterday to 30 days. And we create the spreadsheet for download. And then once you open that up, you're going to be looking at a world of information. And if you've never opened it up before, essentially what it what you're looking at is your entire account visualized on a spreadsheet. And you will see the IDs of everything, the campaign names of everything, every single nook and crane of your account will be listed out here. So. You can see where this is going now. Instead of the way that you would normally navigate through Amazon, like campaign by campaign into an ad group, look at the keywords of the ad group. The big fundamental difference, if you've never done this before, is that you can now see every single campaign, ad group, ad, keyword, so on and so forth in your entire account, all on the same spreadsheet. So this is some pretty powerful stuff. Being able to see everything is powerful. So already we're, we're focusing a little bit on speed. So think about how long it would take you to go into Amazon and new tab, like create new tabs for all your campaigns and all your ad groups. And if you have dozens and hundreds of these, you know, you'd run out of uh, browser memory before you'd be able to do all that. So this allows you to see everything really quick, really simple in a single spreadsheet. So already we're going a little faster, Stephen. And the f- now that we have this open and you could see all the data, you could see all the things, we can s- kind of see where this is going. So the first thing that we have on our list to you know, quickly lower ACoS is to remove bad ads. So ba- basically remove bad product ads. Now, when we're looking at our spreadsheet, Stephen, how do we actually just go in and, and do this? You know, how do we find these, these things that should probably get removed?
1: Yeah, so what you're gonna do is you'll see on that second column in, it says record type, and it is basically saying for all of these different rows in this spreadsheet, every single row represents a different item in your account. That item could be a campaign, it could be an ad group, it could be a product, it could be a campaign by placement setting, it could be a keyword, it could be a product target, it could be a lot of things. So, what we first wanna do is we're just gonna Uh, apply a filter here you'll, you'll see on the, um, you know, on the top of your Excel sheet, you'll see on the right side, you know, there's a little fill ad filter thing. We're just going to add filters. Uh, and then under the, the record type column, we're just going to filter out. So we're only looking at the ad type record type. So yeah, you just uncheck everything else. So you're only looking at the ads and now you've selected all of your ads. So if you've got one, one product, for example, that is in multiple ad groups or in multiple campaigns, Uh, you know, you're going to see that ad appearing as different items, different, basically line items, because you'll see it in, you'll see one ad record type for that ASIN in one campaign, and then you'll see another separate column for it in a separate campaign. So it does have a different record for every product ad, depending on, you know, how many campaigns and ad groups it's in. They're all, they're all kind of treated separately because as you can imagine, if you've got one in a keyword that's bidding on, you know, if you have two single keyword campaigns, for example, and you've got the same product in each of those campaigns, Of those camp, each of those products for those campaigns is going to have different levels of click data, different sales, everything like that. So, you're going to see those broken out as two separate ads on the uh bulk sheet there,
0: yeah, exactly. So, already, I mean, we've been talking seriously about the techniques uh for this episode, um, after my fun facts about fast things on the planet, uh, for only a couple of minutes now, and we've already done something pretty darn fast, we've opened up a we download a bulk file, we put that filter on that second column to only view our product ads. And even if you just, just like you mentioned, even with just one product ad, if you wanna see how that one product ad was doing across five ad groups using the default interface inside Amazon, it would take you five tabs. You know, it would take you probably at least, even for just for one product across five ad groups, you're looking at probably a couple minutes. Whereas this, you just download it, you throw a filter on and boom, now you're able to see all of that all on one spreadsheet. And this is of course where it gets really exciting. So, you know, I've got a bulk sheet in front of me uh, with about 50 campaigns. So when I filter down the ad, now I can see the different ads, the different products across 50 campaigns. And I, then I can see all their levels of performance here. So, what is my next move now that I'm able to see how my product ads are performing across my entire account?
1: So the next thing that you're going to want to do now that you're, you've filtered out only for ads, you're going to want to sort all these ads by uh, highest a cost to lowest a cost. So you can do that pretty easily just by, you know, jumping over to the a cost column and uh, you know, you click that little arrow and you're able to actually sort it. If you sort it in descending order, that'll work. Um, one thing I do want to point out is that Amazon, this is like the only, this is probably the only hurdle slash like tricky step with bulk operations if you're new to it. Uh, I, th- I don't know why Amazon does this, I'm guessing just for making the file sizes smaller, but every single number in there, so whether it's ACoS, whether it's, uh, uh, you know, number of clicks, number uh, dollars of ad spend, all of these items, Amazon stores as a text, meaning the Excel sheet won't recognize these as percentages uh, because it's stored as text. If you sort in descending order, sometimes it'll, you know, say, "Do you want to sort A to Z, Z to A, and try to sort them alphabetically?" Because um, which will technically still work. Uh, like if you if you sorted it alphabetically, it would still kind of fall in line, but you wouldn't be able to say like, "Only show me things with greater than fifty percent A cost." Because uh, it, it's reading this as if it's a text. It's not reading it as a number. So um, you, can, you can really quickly fix that. Um, you know, just highlight any column, hit data, and then just hit text to columns. You'll see that under the data tab. And then you can convert those texts uh, to columns, to data columns, and then everything will work out. So that is the one, that's the one hurdle, the one tricky step. Um, we have some videos on our website kind of walking you through that that you can check out sometime. But once you do that, you want to sort by highest A costs, and Mike, what are you going to do once you once you get to that step? So, it's a really
0: cool moment here once we get to this list, right? I've been following along on my screen, and I've got it sorted um, here, and I can see that I've got a product ad, you know. The most expensive one is 99% ACOS, 70% ACOS, 61% ACOS. And I can definitely say that, you know, over 50% for this particular situation, it's just gonna be way too much. And then I can sort of look at this product and I actually see this product is actually doing quite well in other places. You know, in some spots I've got, you know, 3%, 5%, uh, 7%, 15% ACOS. So it's not the product, it's just this particular placement. And because I'm looking for a quick win, if I were to just basically pause this product in this ad group um, and I can sort of see it, okay, it's it's some kind of you know keyword based campaign and it's just sort of not working here. Um, so I can sort of I just know that this is it's just not working. you know I can't have things over fifty percent. So what I can do is basically grab this information and this is really neat because I'm I can basically manipulate this spreadsheet. And re upload it in a new format. So I can see this, and it's got sort of, you know, you can see columns in here. The column is enabled, the ad group is enabled, and the status of this product ad is enabled. Now the question will become like, well, I don't want this to be enabled anymore. So it's really, really simple to just change that word enabled to paused. And then I will have paused this product ad. And then I'll, of course I'll, I'll write the word paused. And then I will re-upload this to Amazon, and it will make those changes for me, which is really really nice. So that is generally the you know the first way to quickly attack a high ACOS. Download all your products, sort it by product ads in terms of ACOS, and then just flip that status from enabled to paused, re-upload it, and some simple, that, that that's pretty quick, Steven.
1: Yeah, exactly. And one thing that I do think is important to uh, point out is that when you do sort by highest ACoS, you know, say you see something that has like 100% ACoS and you're like, mm-hmm. oh man, I gotta pause this right now. One of the things that I always look at is I always want to look at how many clicks it got and what the CPC is. Now these spreadsheets that you download aren't going to have a CPC column. You kind of have to custom create one by inserting a new column. I just insert it um, right after, so that it goes, there's a clicks column, there's a spend column, and an orders column. And between spend and mm-hmm. orders, I'll just insert a, a column, title it CPC, and then just do the formula, you know, spend divided by clicks and get my CPCs there. Because if the A cost is extremely high on this product and it has a $10 CPC, the solution might not be to pause this item, but to hold, like, just pull back on the keyword bids for this item. Uh, so we're going to talk about that. That's actually step three, which is actually adjusting some bids real quickly. But let's just say that it does have like over 100 clicks and, you know, just one sale. And that's way, way far below what your average conversion rate is. Then those are going to be good candidates to start uh, archiving. So, yeah, I sort by in, in descending order from highest ACOS. I look at the ones that are getting tons and tons of clicks and not a lot of orders. Mm-hmm. And they, they likely have extremely low conversion rates. And those are just products that aren't converting well. So we're just going to go through and pause those. Uh, another thing that I would, you know, specify is that let's just say your target ACOS was forty percent, and you're seeing some that have fifty percent, sixty percent ACOS. We're not going to want to pause or archive those because we can actually just reduce the bids on the keywords in that ad group, which again will be step three here, mm-hmm. uh, to help pull that ACOS down. What you're looking for is the items that have insanely low conversion rates, like you know, like double or triple. Triple, like two times or three times worse than what your average is. And for those items, you're usually gonna see your A cost is gonna be like over 100% for those items. So you're gonna to wanna to jump through there, pause and archive those. Uh, and then after that, uh, you'll wanna do one more thing, because there's, there's one other catch here that sorting by uh, you know, highest A cost to lowest A cost isn't gonna catch for you. And that is all of the product ads with hundreds of dollars of spend, perhaps thousands, with no sales. If they had no sales Mm -hmm. and they got $1,000 of clicks uh, and no sales, they're not gonna have an ACoS, so it wouldn't have shown up on your radar there when you did that filter for, or when you sorted by ACoS. So, you know, we're gonna do this one more time where we're now going to apply, or we're gonna sort in descending order of highest spend to lowest spend, and then we're gonna throw on one more filter that just says, hey, only show me the items with zero orders or zero dollars in sales. It could either one, it accomplishes Mm -hmm. the same thing. And then you can do the the exact same thing. Look through there. Any item that has you know two times or three times or four times more clicks than than it takes you on average to get a conversion, we're just going to pause those ads because they're they're not converting. They're not performing well. Uh, I mean, I do this all the time for clients that just have you know thousands of SKUs. Let's say it's like a merch by Amazon account, and they've got tons and tons of products, um, and you know all these different designs. Sometimes some designs just don't don't work, they don't sell. And we just, gotta, we just gotta nuke them, you know, just just kill the ad, cut that spend. We, we spent 100 clicks on it, $100 on it, it's not getting any sales, we're just gonna stop. We're gonna stop trying. You know, you gotta know when to cut your losses.
0: Right, and even if you've got a, you know, even if you don't have thousands of SKUs inside your account, and maybe you only have four or five, you still might ultimately one day end up with an account where you might have a product in many different places. You know, you might have your five products in five different places. So you've got 25 rows here. And if you want a quick way to analyze how these products are performing across the board, and this is why it's so important to properly label your campaign names, which saves so much time, because when you're looking at your bulk sheet, it'll actually say in your campaign name, which you've named so well, it'll say the type of product, it'll say the type of campaign. It'll have your A cost target. It'll have any other notes that you have in there uh, specifying additional information, which is why it's so, so, so important. Always work on your campaign naming and your ad group naming to be sure you know exactly what's in there because it'll save you mountains of, you know, trouble later, you know, in terms of analysis time. So to recap what we've done, we've got that list of all the product ads. We sorted by ACoS, we found some big offenders and obviously, you know, just having a high ACoS really isn't enough. You want to be sure it's got enough data to be confident that it it is actually performing poorly. And then we threw another filter on to find things that just haven't converted at all, but are accruing some spend. And then you, you can basically just change that status, you know, from enabled to paused. Uh, You can even download a bulk file template if you want to like copy it out of here and put it into another one to have like a cleaner sheet. You could do that too. And then you just re-upload that. So that is a super quick way uh, to just get a quick glimpse into how your product ads are performing, take some quick action, and let's jump in to the next thing, which is pausing and archiving bad keywords and bad
1: product targets. So step two is actually going to be exactly like step one, uh, exact same things we just did only this time in the second column, the record type column, rather than filtering out for keywords, or i sorry, for ads, we're going to filter out for two items, keywords and product targets. So we're gonna be trying to pick those two items. Uh, that is going to ensure that the only, the only you know records and items that we're seeing on our spreadsheet now are either you know, manual keyword targeting, uh, uh, manual product targeting or category targeting, and uh, that will also pick up auto campaigns. The auto campaigns come in the form of, the, the record type for those is product targeting, and then the match type will be either close match, loose match, that's how uh, they will appear. And then you know ASIN targeting is obviously gonna show the ASIN target and keyword targeting the keyword, as well as the match type. So mm-hmm. yeah, so that is what we're gonna do here. And it's going to be the exact same step. Look very similar to what we just did. We're going to first sort by highest A costs. We're going to take a look at these. Um, you know, what are the keywords or product targets with the highest A costs? Being able to see all your targets at once is incredibly valuable, and being able to make changes there. And again, you are going to we're going to double check the CPCs on anything with a high A cost. If the CPC is crazy, then maybe we just need to reduce the bids, which will be step three. If we're seeing that it's getting just hundreds of clicks and, and uh, you know just one sale, and that's why the cost is so high, that because the conversion rate is super low, then we're gonna want to pause or archive pause or archive those. Another thing also that I just thought about, I mentioned that you could add a column that was called a CPC column. You sometimes what I'll do as well is I'll add a conversion rate column. So I'll just add a column, mm-hmm. type in CVR, and then I just type in the formula. It is uh, clicks div- or sorry orders divided by clicks. And then, you know, that'll just help me do a quick glance at the conversion rate of all of these keyword targets and anything that's two or three times worse than my average, uh, will just be, you know, removed. And some of you might be wondering, you know, if, if you are an ad badger user and you're like, well, I have a negative keyword tool that already does that for me. Uh, a lot of negative keyword tools, they, they do it off the search term reports. There may be a couple of like, you know, for auto campaigns, there could be a loose match, like a a loose match, uh, you know, keyword product targeting thing that, uh, or I guess auto targeting thing that has like a 1% or half a percent conversion rate. It's just not that auto targeting option just is not performing. And so we just want to pause that and stop throwing money at that auto targeting thing. And it's not necessarily that there's any, you can't like negate loose match, right? It's just that it's pulling on, mm-hmm. it's just pulling, it's probably getting a thousands of different types of search terms. None, No, no single search term is something that is going to uh, you're going to find in your search term report that is a good negative keyword candidate. You just have to pause this target, like this wide shotgun approach target. We got it. We got to pause that. So yeah, anything with crazy high ACoS, crazy low conversion rates, we're just going to go on there and and pause or archive those. But I will say one more time, you know, if, you're, if your target ACoS is like 40% and you're seeing something with an 80% ACoS, I might hold off on pausing or archiving that. Because what we can do is if we can just cut those bids in half and still get some visibility for that without Mm. wasting money on it. So again, that's going to be step three. Uh, But, you know, we're mainly looking for the items with over 100% ACoS, over 200% ACoS. Anything Mm -hmm. with just crazy low conversion rates, that's everything we're going to be pausing.
0: Yeah, you know, these first two strategies that we talked about where you jump in, you remove your, you pause your bad ads, and then you pause your really bad keywords and product targets, we're really it's a quick way to find those bad offenders. Like the ones that just obviously like should be taken out of the game. It's like, listen, you've had your shot. You've had 75 clicks. I'm still at, you know, uh, 200% ACoS. You're just not gonna work out for me. Um, And, you know, eventually over time you do develop this judgment call as to sort of say like, do I give it a little bit more time? Or do I lower the bid? Or do I take it out of the game? And again, it almost becomes a sixth sense in a way as you start optimizing campaigns longer and you get to know your campaigns longer. A good rule of thumb, we've mentioned it a couple times here, uh, even on this episode. Like, as soon as something hits your average and it hasn't converted, it's like you might still want to leave that in. But as soon as something goes three times or over your average, so if you're generally converting, uh, you know, add a, this is why the adding the conversion rate column is super duper helpful. So if you're generally converting and you're looking around, you're like, I generally convert at you know, every 10 clicks at a 10% conversion rate, but all of a sudden something's at like 30 clicks without a conversion, that's already three times worse than your average, uh, even if it were to get a conversion. So that's where you can start to sort of say like, yeah, you know, this player, he needs to be iced for a little bit, taken out of the game. And what's cool about this, this these are quick optimizations you can do with bulk operations files you can always put it back in the game later. uh, If it if it comes up again, you know, you can always what's cool about this is you're like, you're making a spreadsheet, there will be a record of this. So you can always save the file and revisit it once you get your ACOS where you want it. So these are quick things to really chop down, uh, you know, to exterminate these high ACOS uh, bugs that might be infecting your account. So, you know, there's a there's a a lot more to say about when should you pause something or when should you bid optimize it. Uh, but this is quick ACOS attacking some of the worst offenders of your account. So po- step two was to pause or ar- archive these misbehaving keywords and product targets. Again, super duper quick. Uh, there are very few ways to be able to view all of your keywords and your product targets across your entire account at once and bulk operations files is one of them. Anything else to say about step two, you know, viewing your keywords and pausing them? I think that's pretty cut, cut and dry.
1: Yeah. And, you know, just a reminder, you you want to do both. Look at the ones with the highest ACoS and look at the items with the highest spend and no sales so that you don't miss those big spenders that don't have an ACoS yet. Uh, yeah. And that that is uh, just a fast way to, to cut. Oh, one other thing here. I always like to and for, for both of these items you can look at you know the ad group name uh, you know which ad group it's in will be that column will, will be filled out for each of these ads you do want to exercise a little bit of you know human insight and mm-hmm. intuition here when you're making these changes i don't just when i'm doing these i don't just go through and be like all right anything over 100% cost right. pause archive Uh, I definitely want to do a little bit more of investigation here because it could be that like, oh, this is actually coming from our, you know, top of search only super aggressive targeting campaign where we're intentionally trying to just win the top of search to help our BSR or, oh, this one's actually um, bidding on the super competitive keyword, which we're, you know, okay with, or, oh, this is actually bidding on our competitors' keywords and we have lifetime value here, so we actually really want to win this, you know, so you know use your brain throw those just yeah right. <laughs> and and
0: you want to know what uh potentially make life easy and structure your campaigns so you don't even have to use your brain if you were to label those things going into it like the super competitive top of search 1 if you had that written down in the campaign name you would just see it and be like whoa this acos is really alarming oh that's why it's so high cuz i'm trying to go really aggressive or oh i'm launching i even wrote in there in my campaign title, a hundred because I have a hundred percent target ACOS here. So that's where uh, you can actually save some time by labeling those campaigns. It's not just uh, some, something yeah. you say because we're crazy. It, it actually saves you time.
1: Yeah, that's what I do as well. I for some of our clients that have goals like that, super aggressive goals. Um, you know, I'll just filter out uh, for the campaign column. I'll be like, hey, exclude any keywords with the campaign title Booyah. SK, which is our single mm-hmm. keyword campaigns. Because you know I'm excluding those from these changes and just trying to capture yes, everything. Yes, we still else. might be crazy though. So yeah,
0: <laughs> for other reasons.
1: <laughs> well, with that, let's jump into step three.
0: All righty, so we've trimmed out the super high A cost problem product ads, then we trimmed out the super high A cost misbehaving keywords and product targets. Now we can attack bids on things that just aren't converting well so these would be keywords and product targets uh colloquially well what is that how do you pronounce that word colloque collo- colloquially yes. <laughs> known as <laughs> Col- yes exactly agree. as targets at this point uh as as sort of there's a shift from calling them keywords and product targets to just lumping all these together as targets so you're looking at your keywords and targets and you are basically going to be doing a very similar thing, except this time, instead of pausing them, we're gonna be changing the bids on the keywords in the product targets. So again, we're gonna be doing the same thing. We're gonna be sorting by high ACoS. We're gonna be seeing the things that are high ACoS. And then what we can do is calculate a new bid inside the spreadsheet. Now, a super simple way to do this uh again, we've talked a lot about a super simple bid strategy is to take your revenue per click for that keyword and multiply it by your target A costs. Now the issue is target A costs and revenue per click are not columns that come with your bulk file. You know, these are columns that you're gonna be adding. So it's super simple to just right-click your column and do insert. And then you literally just write down target A cost, you know, in that column header. Now, don't worry, like we're not gonna, yeah, you know, you know, Amazon's not gonna get confused later. And then all we're gonna do is just put down our target A cost. You know, if it's thirty percent, we write thirty percent, and then we're gonna inc- obviously format that as a percent. And then the next thing we're gonna do is calculate our revenue per click. So for that, we're just gonna take. You know, I always like to throw the word sum in there because I am a crazy person. You don't actually need to, you can just write equals, mm-hmm. you know, your sales divide over your clicks. Now we have our revenue per click. You can format that as a dollar. So in this particular example, when I did that, I added 30% and then my revenue per click was 125. So I need a column now for basically my, my new bid. Uh and then I would just calculate those two and I would just multiply the revenue per click by the target A cost. And I can basically have a new bid for and the cool thing about Excel, you could just drag this down the line. So you can have a new revenue per click based bid. Uh which is let's get real, it's it's gonna be more reliable than just sort of guessing at your bid, uh like just cutting it in half or you know, turning it into 20 cents or something like that you're actually using your real revenue per click which is a real metric that's reliable based off the keywords history multiplying that by the target a cost getting you mathematically really where you want to get to and that allows you to have a new bid for potentially dozens or hundreds or in some cases thousands of keywords in in a jiffy in a really short amount of time so that is really neat that you're able to do this in a spreadsheet.
1: Yeah, and you know, there's a, there's a few different ways you could calculate things. Um, you know, revenue per click times target A cost. Um, you could also just do target A cost divided by current A costs times current cost per click. Um, just a few things that that you can do, and. You know, one one more thing that, that we, you know, do want to say, just like with steps one and step two, you're not just sorting by highest ACoS, you also want to sort by um, highest spend and no sales. And, um, you know, with step two, that was looking for candidates to maybe start pausing or archiving. But, you know, maybe you're seeing some items that have, you know, 10, 15, 20 clicks, uh, let's just say 10, 15 clicks and, you know, pretty high CPCs, quite a bit of spend, but, uh, no sales yet. And so they might have been on your highest spend, like, whoa, this one already spent thirty bucks and got fifteen clicks. And you want to pause it because thirty bucks is a lot, but also it's only fifteen clicks and you know maybe you average 10 to 20 clicks per conversion. You just don't normally spend thirty bucks. So this would be a good one to just like reduce the bid. So something else that I'll do sometimes is just be like, hey, anything between you know ten and twenty clicks with no sales, I'm just gonna reduce all of those bids by like you know 10, fifteen percent. And then items that get over 20 clicks, and no sales, those are going to be, you know, potential pause archive candidates. So, you know, reduce those bids on the items that have high A costs, but not so crazy high or not so low conversion rates that you need to actually archive them. Um, you know, you still want to give them a fighting chance to maybe get some more cheaper sales that are affordable for you. And yeah, there you have it. And
0: those are three things that you could do today with a bulk file. And, and hopefully we've structured this episode in a way that, Uh, inspires everyone out there to, if you've never used bulk files, you should be able to um, now because it's really not that intimidating. And these are three very simple ways to get started with bulk files. And really the benefit of seeing everything in your account is so powerful. It will change the way that you think about PPC campaigns. It is like you are, it is like you are you know in the olympics and you've got a jet pack on uh because all of a sudden you see no longer are you sort of you know playing checkers you're playing chess at this point because you're able to just move so much so so, so much faster and it, it does give you that um it gives you a, kind of like a superpower to see your campaigns like this um i remember uh like yeah, you know i remember many times steven we would be optimizing campaigns and really, really big gigantic campaigns. And we just spent a lot of time looking at the bulk file, playing around with it, getting it where we wanted to. Um, you know, let's move this over here. Let's run this filter, add this column. I want to see this analysis. So these three things are really some of the building blocks of more advanced things that you might want to do with the bulk file. So we love them, they're great. And, uh, you know, again, I, th- I think that's, I think it's one of the most powerful things that you can do inside your PPC campaigns.
1: Yeah. And you know, it took us a while, like how long was this been? I don't know. Probably 40 ish minutes. We usually go 40 minutes. Um, you know, it took us about 40 minutes to describe all this, but you know, once you've done it a couple of times, it could take you 10 minutes mm-hmm. to do it. Dou- download the last 30 days, apply the filters for ads, high cost, blah, 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 pause, pause, archive, archive, switch to keywords, uh, pause, pause, archive, archive, reduce a few bids, boom, upload, you're done. And you basically just removed all your your bad per, your worst performers, right? Your worst ads, your worst keywords, you removed them. And then some keywords that, you know, were maybe spending a little bit too much, we reduced the bids on them. You know, hopefully that, that shouldn't have impacted any, any sales, mm-hmm. um, at least not a noticeable amount, but you can easily chop out thousands of dollars of spend just doing that. So yeah. there you go. 10 minutes, reduce that A cost. Yes.
0: And um, I've had some I have some ideas about other things to do with bulk files, some ideas on potentially even speeding these kinds of things up even further, uh, which I'll probably be posting inside the Facebook group over the coming weeks. Um, So if you're not in our Facebook group, conversation has been ramping up. Um, Just go to adbadger.com slash Facebook, where we'll be talking about these things. It's actually really cool, Stephen, because, you know, at one point in time, we had like a forum and a facebook group and sort of you know our attention was split between the two of them but i've been spending a lot more time in the facebook group we actually got rid of the forum it's all about the facebook group now and it's really cool i have really been enjoying it so i've got some more ideas on bulk files which we'll probably be talking about over there when we post this episode in the facebook group when this episode comes out but um, a lot of cool stuff with bulk files and really i think the goal for me on this episode was to give you Dear listener, if you have never used bulk files or even opened one up, I hope this has encouraged you to do so. Um, I'll probably be sending this episode to people as like a getting started uh, a primer for bulk files, because it really, really does give you a level of confidence inside your campaigns uh, in a way that uh, I don't think you can get unless you have done it before. So this is a really nice entry, entry point to bulk files. Boom. There
1: you have it, guys.
0: Yes, and with that. We will see you next time here on the PPC Den podcast. Peace. That's my outro music.
1: Thanks so much for listening to the PPC Den podcast. Our goal of every episode is to give you guys actionable information so you can go right to your computer and start optimizing with the new skills you've learned. Be sure to subscribe because we'll be back next Wednesday with more great PPC skills for you. And you can always head over to adbedger.com slash podcast for all of our show notes and bonus content that we've made exclusively for our listeners.
0: If you guys are finding these podcasts to be valuable for you and your business, you can help us continue making them by dropping us a review on Apple Podcasts. All right, Badger,
1: are you ready to go back to camp and rest up for tomorrow? What a good boy.